Hello and welcome to the Should I Go See a Podcast. I'm your host, Bill George. With me as always, AJ Rebecca. What's going on, Bill? What's up, AJ? Uh, what are we doing today? We're talking about a few different films Ooh. that I happen to catch at the multiplex <laughs> this uh, this past Ooh. week or so. A little rapid fire? We're calling it the We're multiplex. We're not calling it a fucking multiplex. We're calling it the multiplex. It's called the rapid fire. Yeah, well, you say that till I post it on the fucking stream called Multiplex. Away we go! <laughs> We're leaving that in, right? Probably. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, this episode of the Multiplex is brought to you by the letter F. <laughs> fuck you, Bill. Where we talk about multiple movies Ooh. playing at the Multiplex. Bonus. So, I saw four movies that I want to recap you on. Oh, okay. Two yeses, two no's. All right. You want to uh, switch them off? Yeah, let's do it. First movie. Yep. Is? The Little Stranger. About? Oh, you don't want to do the yes or no part first? No, we get... We'll, oh, uh, we'll get there. Okay. Yeah. About? It is a gothic drama Ooh. about a doctor that goes to a mansion that's isolated and secluded and tries to help a patient who's got PTSD from the Great War and also falls in love. Starring? Domino Gleason. Did you just say Domino? First name Domino? No, Domin Hall. Domino. 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 I forgot how to pronounce Domino. it. Gleason. He plays the main character in Ex Machina. He also plays... Oh, the, ki- the kid who wins the yes. thing. Okay. He also plays the the general in the new In Last Jedi who fights with Kylo Ren all the time. That guy. Kylo Ren. Okay. Yeah. He's in a bunch of stuff. So he stars in this one. Okay. The the ginger? Correct. Yeah, I mean, I don't... can't use that word. I don't know if I would use that term, but... If I can't use the word... <laughs> <laughs> uh, redheaded American. Yeah. I don't think he's American. But okay. Oh, you're right. He's British. Definitely Sorry. not red-blooded. Red-headed Tell you that. Because I'm proud to be an American. Your computer die? Yeah, did you yeah. say big guy? Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. Too much of the porn up today, boy. Slow down. Slow down. Oh, you're flying by. No instruments. <laughs> like, uh, Got it all up here. Okay. All right. He says so tapping you gave it on a his yes? dome. No, I gave it a no. Oh, you gave it a no. I'm sorry. Jesus. So it's about some ginger fuck <laughs> who goes into some mansion, mansion in the woods. Yeah. Someone who has the the melancholy from World War One. Uh, PTSD, or they would have called it shell shock back in the day. Uh, from they the would. Great War. Yeah. Fuck. <laughs> uh, yeah, not not great. Um, this is another movie where the performances are good. The mood setting is good. The problem is it's not that interesting. It's a little slow. Okay. It's they they market it as if it's uh like a horror movie, a haunted house movie, because those make money. But then you get in there and you realize it's just a drama. Oh. And it's a slow moving drama. That's fine. It's a it's a good adult drama, but it's not. Who's he falling in love about. with? The dude? No, the dude's sister. Oh. Yeah. That would have been more interesting if he fell in love with the dude. No, and he he falls a in love with the little 1950s little butt play. <laughs> Forbidden love. He also falls in love with the, uh, <laughs> the the estate, if you will, the mansion. Oh, of course. Too. He kind of falls in he love. He falls with the in whole. love with money. Fuck this guy. Not quite. Not quite. But yeah. anyway, it's uh, it's not great, but okay. it's not terrible by any means. It's a well constructed film, uh, by any measure. It's really just whether you're into that or not. All right. Film number two. Uh, Searching. Starring. John Cho, who plays uh, Sulu. In the new Star Trek movies. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, it's the social media one. He can't yeah. find his girlfriend. He can't find his daughter, but yeah. Find his yeah, daughter. Yeah, yeah. So this is one of those movies. You gave it a yes? I gave it a yes. Okay. Yeah. 
This is one of those movies, I think Unfriended may have been the first, or at least the first big one, where the entire movie takes place on a computer screen. So everything you see, you're looking at a computer screen. So cool thing about that is they do it well in this movie, and it really does mimic how a real person uses a computer. And they use real things like FaceTime or like uh, Google searches or like Facebook or whatever. So it feels real, and they do a good job recreating what someone would do in this situation. And I found that very cool and interesting. Okay. Downside to this, that type of thing is in about a year and a half, this movie is going to feel super dated. Yeah. Uh, So it's really got a short shelf life, which is part of why I said, yes, go see it now while it's still fresh. Okay. Uh, But they do some really interesting things. Like if you've had, if you've used FaceTime on the Mac, once the call ends, if you still have the program up, like it's still showing what the camera shows. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, so like yeah. he'll finish a FaceTime call and then go into another part of the house or the scene behind him and continue the action. And even though, and you can still see what's going on because uh, the camera's still up. Um, so there's a lot of FaceTime calls. There's okay. some audio stuff. Um, he does some like Google map searching and all that stuff. The, I mean, the premise of the film is his daughter goes missing. Um, and so it's him trying to find her and he's hunting down through the friends on Facebook, through, you know, he does some trickery to reset her password so he can get into the Facebook because it's all private. So like he has to reset the Gmail account, which requires access to the Yahoo account, which requires, and like you see him doing all this to reset it. And it's, it's cool. Um, And it's funny also because the beginning opening credit sequence is kind of catching you up on their life and their relationship through online stuff. And the online stuff has changed over those years. So you see like old school Facebook and old school YouTube of like him teaching her to ride her bike and stuff. And it ages into now. That's kind of cool. That's cool. I dig that. Really clever stuff. Really clever stuff. The only sour note in like the entire film is Deborah Messing. You don't like Deborah Messing? In general, I think she's fine, but she's playing uh, the detective who's helping on the case. Yeah. And I don't know. She just doesn't ring true. Deborah Messing. From Grace. From from Will and Grace. Grace. She's Grace. Got it. Got it. She, um, She doesn't. She doesn't just. It just doesn't work in the role. I don't know. It's, okay. And she's the second lead, really. John Cho is fantastic, and he can carry the whole movie. It's just that when she gets in there, she doesn't sound like a detective. I don't know. Something about it didn't work. Yeah, she got that and you of... know who I wish it was? Who? I wish it was Kim Dickens, who played the detective in Gone Girl, because that's uh... one of my favorite roles. It's one of my favorite characters and roles of all time. Oh, I was okay. just dying for her to be in a role like that that could really sell it, because Deborah Messing did not. Okay. Other than that, really cool flick. I dug it. Love it. Film three is... Operation Finale. Which is a no. That's a no. Starring. Look at you, Tommy Toughnuts. Well, you know. Oh, I got it it right here. I got it right here. Oscar Isaac. I blanked on the name. I'm sorry. Oscar Isaac. One of our finest actors working today. Okay. Ben Kingsley's in it also. Neither of them can save this movie. (laughs) It just doesn't work. I'm confusing this film. Is there another Oscar Isaac music coming out from from the people who did this Us? Yes, life itself, which seems like it's like you're gonna cry for like four hours. The entire movie, it sounds yeah. like. All right, yeah. what, what's this? That's movie not what about? this one is. All right, this one's a historical drama. Okay, um, it's post World War II in Israel, Jeez. and they're hunting down former Nazis to bring them to trial. Oh fuck yeah! And they go. It's 1960, and they go into Argentina, yeah, which a lot of them get, fled to South America. Exactly right. Yeah, and they want to go get Eichmann, who's played by Kingsley, and Eichmann was one of the architects of the Final Solution. So they're like, "This is how a big is get. this movie not good based on the fucking." Because it's boring. Oh, it is? Yeah. It's like Tinker, Taylor, Soldier, Spy, here's boring. The, here's the real problem. Yeah. It's based on a true story. True story is not that interesting. <laughs> the true story is... Eight dudes go in Argentina. They try to find a guy. They, find, they him. find him? Yeah. yeah. That's it. The story is Isaac and his team 
go to Argentina. They do some recon to find out where Eichmann is. They figure out his patterns. They grab him in the middle of the night and they bring him for trial. All right, well, that's it. That's it. So they try to manufacture a bunch of drama in the movie and they add in car chases and they add in like an Argo airport type scene at the end and like the stuff that either didn't happen or was wildly uh, just added to the movie and feels tacked on. Sure. And so there's just a lot of boring scenes of them sitting around and there's like a couple of scenes of Oscar Isaac and Ben Kingsley one-on-one and that's cool. That's fine. But it's just not that interesting. The filmmaking feels really forced. It feels like it's an Im- imitation of what a movie like this should be. Like they're trying to add gravity to it. Like it's a uh, Munich or something like that, but it's just, it's just not there. It's just, it feels like a substitute teacher for a movie like that. Love it. Just can't get to that level as film, much as it wants to be. Film four. Um, oh, other options for that, by the way. Sure. Quick one. If you hadn't seen Munich, check it out. Such if you haven't seen Argo or Valkyrie, check those out. Valkyrie stars Tom Cruise. Craig, in case you're wondering. Noted. <laughs> Last film four movie. is this is going to be a controversial one. Okay, Mile Twenty Two, starring Marky Mark Wahlberg. About yeah, no, I know. <laughs> okay, so make Boston. sure you're with me on that one. First, uh, about <laughs> uh, it's basically like an escort mission movie. I heard this movie is garbage. He's a special forces guy that has a guy in custody that's a value that they need to transport. I don't care. They have a certain amount of time to get him to a certain place and they're up against armed resistance. Sure. And I gave it a yes. Is it? Okay. (laughs) The only reason you gave it a yes is for two reasons. See if you can see if you can figure me out. Is it have gratuitous, gratuitous violence? Some, yes. And frontal nudity. (laughs) No, there's no nudity. Uh, Okay. Then why is it so good? So the reviews are horrible, actually. Yeah, I'm aware. I'm aware. <laughs> but I still dug it. Okay. All right. And I stand by it. Uh the biggest reason is because of the 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 val the uh, valuable cargo, the person they're transporting is played by um Eco Uwas. I don't know how to pronounce it. Pardon me. Sure. But it's okay. Eco. Let's go with Eco. Um and the movie is a yes, 98% because of him. Uh, he oh. was the star in The Raid Redemption uh, and The Raid 2, uh, which The Raid Redemption, if you haven't seen it, is the best action film of the decade, period. Stand by that. Um, I don't even know what the fuck that is. Never even heard of it. Oh, Jesus Christ, people. Come on. So he is a martial arts star who is absolutely fucking incredible. And so this movie has him in it and Wahlberg trying to transport him in it. And, I, you know, people... So this came out around the same time as The Meg. And everybody was like, the Meg, it's fun. It's dumb fun. It's a summer movie. Like, how could you not like it? Blah, 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 blah. Mile 22 is my Meg. Like, when it comes to stupid special forces over the top you action movies, that's what I You're fucking dig on in You're the summer. In. Like, I'm into it. Okay. Especially when it has him in it. He's great. It also had, like, a lot of cops and robbers, like, heat type things to Jesus. me. So it felt like a... a a martial arts version you, of Heat, can you almost do one episode without bringing up either Heat or Tom, or, or Tom Cruise. Jesus, Christ. Uh, no promises, no promises on that one. Okay, uh, so the plot's so-so. The acting's only all right. The editing's bad. The but it's a hard bad. yes. <laughs> <laughs> Everything the, about ha- it. the hacking is like laughable. Oh my but god! The pace is great. Yeah, I love the length. Ooh. All, Wahlberg's actually pretty entertaining. Fuck him. The action scenes are good. Did you see? There's some nice touches in it. Uh, it's it's good. I liked it. Did I you, enjoyed it. Did you see the thing that came out on the internet last week about Mark Wahlberg and his? He wrote down on Instagram his daily routine. Yes, did you I see did this? see that. I did see that. He wakes up he at two thirty every morning. Goes to bed at seven. 
and just like why wakes up at 2 30 sell like, produce or something <laughs> runs <laughs> yeah like goes to gym delivers for four the hours Boston Globe. like doesn't take doesn't take care <laughs> of his, paper yeah room. <laughs> i don't know doesn't care take care of his wife and kids has meetings works out plays golf works out again works out again eats like 12 times he eats a lot what kind of sick fuck wakes up at 2 30 in the morning who doesn't have a, a paper route or well, it's the same sick fuck who claimed that if he were on one of those planes, 9-11 wouldn't happen. Oh, yeah. He did say that. <laughs> he also blamed his kid for leaving the Super Bowl early. Oh, that's right. That's right. He that's also right. has a, a, a felony for almost killing a, a like a Cambodian shopkeeper in Lowell. Like oh, yeah. That was recent. Ago. That was more. Oh, I thought that no, was more No, no, no. It was like when he was a teen. Oh. And he like asked like like governor baker like pardon me and he was like no you almost killed a guy like we're not gonna pardon you so yeah anyway i fucking dug this movie <laughs> all right special well, forces in action sign me up every right. time i guess well uh thanks bill for going through this movieplex multiplex multiplex, multiplex. Baby! the multiplex it's here to all stay right, well two I... against one you're out uh, multiplex it is all right well we got one more. That's it. That's, that's it. it. That's all she wrote. I mean, I saw a bunch of other stuff, but we can talk about it. Later. No one really cares. <laughs> Thanks. <Andrew. laughs> Thank you for listening to the Should I Go See It podcast. Please make sure to follow on Instagram at Should I Go See It. 